Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Politics or Something podcast. I'm joined here by Devin Williams. Hello, everybody. He knows everything. My name is Tyler Johnson, and I know nothing. And together, we're going to talk about politics or something. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm, indeed. Yes, yeah, something. Something <laughs> is correct. Uh, something what is very this concerning. Something, today? something very concerning. Something very concerning. Uh, okay, what do you remember about China from a few weeks ago when we did the China episode? Tell me everything you remember from that. I remember they had a bunch of problems. Do you remember anything else? Uh, let me see if I remember specifics. Let's see. Uh, there's two Chinas, apparently. Yes. For stupid China and reasons. Taiwan. Very stupid reasons. Not stupid reasons, but you call them stupid reasons. I call them stupid reasons because I believe they're stupid reasons. They're not, but okay. Um, I remember China is, or the mainland China, I think that's the People's Republic of China, right? Mm-hmm. And the Taiwan China is just the People's Republic, no, the Republic of China. Yep. I do remember that. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I remember the world is on fire and we're just okay with that. Mm-hmm. And there's a Cold War emerging between the U.S. and China. You could call it a Cold War. Okay. And there's also... Both a lot worse, to be honest. A lot worse. <laughs> Different and worse, but we'll get into that. And I remember something about Australia breaking away from China and attempting to do that using submarines as defense, which France is mad about. Yes. Or uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> so, did I ever tell you about the concept called strategic ambiguity? No. Okay. So the U.S. has the con- had had until about a week or two ago uh and might still have it it's wishy-washy um a concept with taiwan known as strategic ambiguity effectively what strategic ambiguity is Mm -hmm. is the united states in relation to taiwan Mm -hmm. it has no official stance on whether or not they'll protect taiwan none the U.S. The, has no stance. The U.S. On had no official stance as to whether or not it would protect Taiwan in a case of invasion by the People's Republic of China. Or in this case, China. China. You can just say China at this point because the it, it's effectively China-Taiwan. Okay. Because that is somewhat starting a shift within the last few weeks as well. Oh, really? They realize it's a stupid idea. No, not that it's a stupid idea, but more of uh, China is starting to stop caring. Um, and because Taiwan it was a is stupid tr- idea. Taiwan is trying to push their independence. Um, it's not a stupid idea, so long as it stays. Um, so do you remember what happened a few weeks ago? China was sending airplanes uh, over China's air zone. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So that happened. That sort of escalated things a bit to the point to where there were statements made by President Biden Mm -hmm. saying that the United States would protect Taiwan in case if there was an invasion by the People's Republic of China. Mm. That 
sort of throws away the concept of strategic ambiguity, right? Strategic ambiguity as in... Strategic ambiguity being we haven't said whether or not we'll protect Taiwan. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that totally gets rid of that. Yeah. We we held on to strategic ambiguity Mm -hmm. because it meant that, well, China can't attack Taiwan because we might might involve ourselves. Mm -hmm. But Taiwan also can't be too aggressive with China and can't push too much. And we won't be ostracized by China for protecting Taiwan, hypothetically. Hmm. So that's effectively been thrown out the window. Though at the same time, the White House is saying, no, we still follow strategic ambiguity. Which is contradictory to what Biden himself is saying, though... That does not sound like strategic ambiguity at all. Kind of... Literally admitting your stance in a weird way, though it kind of is. How saying your stance and then saying five seconds later that no, that's not actually my stance. Who's saying no, that's not actually my stance? Biden is saying that's their stance. The White House, which represents Biden, an hour later says, no, we actually aren't getting rid of strategic ambiguity. We won't actually defend. Okay, so it sounds definitely like a conflict of interest. Biden made the announcement. Mm -hmm. Very shortly after, the president of Taiwan Mm -hmm. openly stated that U.S. troops were present on the island. Biden said that. No, the, the, the President of Taiwan. Oh, said the president that. of Taiwan said there are U.S. troops on yeah. their island. The public has known this forever. It's very easy to look and see. Oh, yeah, there's literally U.S. troops right there. Mm-hmm. But until about a week ago, it has been denied by both governments publicly. <laughs> How? But they, they just they, said, they, they've no, just said no. There's there. nobody there. Because that keeps strategic ambiguity. That means the U.S. has not directly supported Taiwan. That's not ambiguity as much as it's just lying. It's ambiguous whether or not the U.S. would actually intervene, though. Whether they'd actually use those troops. Yeah. But admitting that there are troops there and that they're directly helping to train Taiwanese soldiers. Mm -hmm. That throws ambiguity out the window. Because we're already helping them. Mm. And we're already preparing. Gotcha. That caused a very negative reaction from China. China's sort of kind of getting pissed off at it. Oh, yeah, because they think, like, that's my country. Yeah, uh, which I mean... Which is still stupid. From the perspective of saying, oh, it's part of China, their massive negative reaction kind of makes sense. Because it's, it's like, oh, China lands, China has troops in Hawaii supporting an independent Hawaiian republic. We, we get pissed as hell, right? Yeah. Well, I mean... It makes sense yeah, based off yeah. of their preconceived notions. Taiwan is still an independent country, though, as far as the rest of the world is concerned. Um, but yeah, so... Biden has been speaking down to China a lot over the last few days. <laughs> uh, and how? We just much said saying, bad country. Yeah, somewhat, somewhat, pretty much saying we're going to protect Taiwan, as well as even announcing that something that's been going on for a few years. 
Taiwanese troops are also being trained in the U.S. territory of Guam. And the White House is kind of like trying to pedal back. Uh, it's starting to not pedal back. They're starting to not pedal back. Uh, it, it's still, still iffy. Um, so like either way, Biden has publicly like admitted like there are troops on Taiwan. Yes. That sounds like it could cause problems. <laughs> Effect, effectively, what is said is, if China attacks Taiwan, will the U.S. defend? Biden responded, yes, we will defend Taiwan. White House later stated that the president is not announcing any change in policy and there is no change in our policy. Despite that somewhat being contradictory to our current pol- to our previous policy. Hmm. At least our public so, policy. Biden is saying something. White House is sort of peddling back. China's responding negatively right now. Yeah. Uh, like, I'll, I'll give the headline from... Let me see if I can get it. From Global Times. Global Times is effectively a Chinese mouthpiece. It's a okay. Chinese state-run media. Um, is representing that as the United States will support the island's secessionist authorities' robust participation in the UN system. Because Biden's also pushing for Taiwan to be recognized and join the United Nations as a country. Hmm. It's almost like it's a good idea. Well, for Taiwan, <laughs> for China, that would really piss off China. And uh, they're calling it a lot of provocations. They're calling it a lot of warnings um, and a lot of threats by the United States. So I kind of go back to one of my previous questions, like I think in the last episode. Wouldn't it really just be better to let Taiwan go? No. This is just too much conflict. China does not want to let go of Taiwan. It's not a good idea for them in the slightest. Uh, at least from their at least from their own perspective. For the world in the long run, it would be beautiful if China just decided one day Taiwan go on your own. But literally for China for itself, re- it would be horrible. Literally for the rest of the world, it would be better if, if Taiwan was just let go. It probably wouldn't be much better, but it would probably be it would n- be nobody better. would care. Like, uh, uh, outside of, like, the United States and Australia and outside of the current escalation of conflicts would not make any difference. Uh... But, yeah, things get messy. There have also been some more proposals. One proposal as of late has been pushing the United States to directly uh, station more troops in Taiwan such that any actual invasion by China of Taiwan would lead to um, an automatic declaration of war on the United States because it would result in the death of U.S. troops. So, like, wait a second. Does it seem like China is on the verge of invading Taiwan? It has seemed that way for the last couple of years, yes. China has demonstrated the capabilities, willingness, and ability to do so. They've done numerous training missions, uh, directly in the area, showing the United States, showing the West that, hey, yes, if we wanted to, we could do an invasion. So, the People's Republic of China definitely sees Taiwan as an enemy. Yes. Also, with... Well, they don't see them as an enemy. They see them as a part of China, of which is currently controlled by a rebellious enemy. 
I'm so done with China. <laughs> I'm seriously done with China. Well, too bad. China's not done with you. That is such a stupid mentality. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's, it's like the U.S. Civil War. They'll still view the South as part of the United States. They still viewed the Confederacy as part of the United States, not as a foreign enemy. Because it was. Uh, okay. Things get messy. But there's some risks that poking the panda bear is going to lead to escalation. Sounds like it's already escalating without much poking. It's Well, what we've done is very much poking. Taiwan specifically saying that there's troops there is very much poking the panda bear. And I there are so like, many mental gymnastics that China is going through to ah! validate, val validate their invasion of Taiwan. I mean, I wouldn't call it mental gymnastics. I would call it mental gymnastics. It is a part of China that was always a part of China, claimed to be a part of China until like the last few years. Hmm. And stares the same language and a very diverged culture, from, but still the same culture as them. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just break this down one second to demonstrate this. First of all... And they've never signed a peace treaty. You have the People's Republic the of China and you have the Republic of China, yes. Taiwan. Each of them see each other as part of one another. Yes, though Taiwan is starting to stop doing that. Taiwan's starting to stop, starting to stop do that. That's fine. Yes. China, or the... I'm just going to call it China. Just call it China. Just call it China. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they, seeing Taiwan as part of itself, wanted to be part of itself. Yeah. Despite that... It still points nukes at it for the sake that there's, there's Not some... Nukes. Not nukes. It threatens it. Yes. It threatens it, thinking it being controlled by a rebellious state that for some reason is not itself, despite well, it thinking that it's threatens itself. It threatens it from China's perspective as, oh, we're just flying planes nearby territory that is ours. So flexing its muscles... Over its own territory. Over its own territory, quote-unquote. Yeah. That's already mental gymnastics number one. That's not really mental gymnastics, though. Flexing your own muscles on what you think is your own country. They're not flexing their muscles. They flew planes near it. Anyway. Now, I can get the part where they would be upset that U.S. troops would be on their own turf quote-unquote yeah on their own land however both of them have acknowledged an agreement to agree that they are just one in the eyes of the rest of the world yes one of them is starting to break away from that yes and the rest of the world really sees them as separate not the rest of the world actually about the common mentality is that china and taiwan are separate half of the world a good half of the world... Uh, the other half views them as part of it. A good literal half of the world... Half of the world views them as independent, half of the world doesn't. Views them as independent. Views them as part of China, as the other half. And so, we have troops there. Mm-hmm. 
It's seen as a threat on their own turf, quote unquote. Yes. Therefore, they are willing to go to, I don't know, battle or whatever the word is. In order to remove the United States troops that are illegally stationed in what they view as their territory. On what they view as their territory. View as their territory. Despite the fact that half the world, literally half the world, does not share their viewpoint. And they know full well, if they do this, they're screwed. Most of the world still falls. If, if we follow through with an invasion, what is we believe to be ourselves, we are screwed. Okay. Most of the world still view still follows the one China policy. Like, like forget half Vast the world majority. for a second. Vast majority does. Forget half the forget that for a second. They if would not China necessarily invades, be screwed if they invaded. Sounds pretty screwed to me. You said it yourself last episode. If they actually invade Taiwan, they're screwed. Yeah. If the U.S. protects Taiwan, we're screwed. Because we lose an economy that makes up about 40% of our economy. <laughs> we get entirely screwed and we also get nukes pointed at us and get China at war against us. China, who is fully capable of being able to invade Taiwan and likely the surrounding islands and hold it indefinitely against the United States. So if China invades Taiwan, China is screwed. But if we defend Taiwan, we're also screwed. Yes. It's a lose-lose situation if anything happens. So then why is anything happening? Because we both have our fundamental beliefs that we don't want violated. China believes it's part that Taiwan is part of its country and does not want Western, uh, the Westerners to take over and influence it. Whereas the United States wants to protect a free democratic state that's uh, one of our trade partners. Okay. They're both red lines in the sand that overlap each other. In that case, what prompted Biden to make this statement anyway? The planes. The planes. The planes. The flexing of muscles. Mm-hmm. This is just a bad situation. <laughs> yes, it is a very bad situation. It is a horrifically bad situation. You are correct. I want to say Biden messed up, but at the same time, China messed up. <laughs> Taiwan messed up. Mm -hmm, Half mm -hmm, the world mm -hmm, messed up. Mm -hmm. The whole world messed up. Taiwan is getting messy. See, now, do you understand why strategic ambiguity was a good idea? I mean, it sounds like a good strategic idea in general. Yeah, do, do you like, see you know, why... Like, not acknowledging the plans that you have to other Yeah, countries. do you see why staying in the will-they-won't-they they camp that it is, and not recognizing Taiwan as an official thing, but still being friendly with it and working with it was a good plan? And worked very well. And wasn't stupid. Honestly, this sounds like this was bound to happen anyway. I mean, it hasn't happened for, uh, what was what has it been, 60, 70 years? In the grand scheme of things, is 60 to 70 years really a long time? Yes, it is a hell of a long time. 
honestly a long time the way it was set up i could easily see it like falling apart within a century a century is a hell of a long time i mean four billion years is a long time a century is a hell of a lot time long time the world will burn in four billion years yeah in a century ago the entire global political landscape was entirely different a century ago we didn't have cars. We didn't have any of that shit. We didn't have a lot of modern technology. Well, we had we did have cars, but nowhere near a mass civilian level. A um, hundred years ago was World War One. Mm-hmm. Everything has changed in the last hundred years. <laughs> Even if things change in the hundred years or so years nothing bad foundation is bad foundation and bad foundation will crop up in 10 years 100 years a thousand years but what would be the alternative with taiwan is just go to war immediately or just give up on it i mean it's just a bad situation in general yeah it's a horrible shitty messy situation caused by a civil war my point is a bad situation happened Mm -hmm. we're pretending like Nothing is wrong. Oh no, we're not pretending like nothing's wrong. We're going. I would little... say China is very much pretending that nothing is wrong. Oh no, China does. This recog- is totally our country China over here. Entirely, no China entirely recognizes that Taiwan has been controlled by the opposition side of the civil war since for the last eighty years. And pretending like you all are one, like his buddy-buddy, is a problem. No, they did not say they're buddy-buddy either. They're not buddy-buddy with Taiwan. They don't think Taiwan is being nice to them at all. But they still view Taiwan as a proper part of their country. Proper. Quote-unquote. Well, not quote-unquote, proper part of their country. It is a part of their country. It is... Rebellious control over a part of a country does not sound like proper control of a country. Control? Well, no, no, it's... It is a proper part of the country, not under control of the country. Exactly. It doesn't have to be under their control to be part of the country, though. If, again, United States Civil War, the fact that the, the South rebelled didn't make the South no longer the United States. We viewed it as a rebellious territory fighting against us that we had to squash and put down. Doesn't make it proper. Yeah, it was the, the South Carolina was still Would part of the Would you consider a civil war proper? What do you mean by proper? Proper as in stable. No, 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 no. I never said stable. I said proper. I said like China proper. China proper is more of describing as the de facto concept of China as a nationhood, as a nationality, as a concept. The United in States case, yeah. isn't the United States without Virginia. Yeah. Even if Virginia is part of a rebellious group. Yeah. And China has still always viewed Taiwan as a proper part of China, as it was for a long period before that. So you get to the messy conflicting interest where the people of Taiwan are saying no we're not part of you because we're descended from the other side of the civil war and we don't want to be communist and we don't want to be part of you and we want to be our own thing mm-hmm. 
And then you have the other side of the Civil War saying, no, we're still in the Civil War. Things aren't over yet. You're still part of us. And we still need to get you back, even though it's really hard for us to get you back. And that's where my problem lies with the whole situation. Yeah. Also, there's no way China would surrender Taiwan because surrendering Taiwan would mean that China is willing to compromise on its territory, which means it would be willing to compromise, could be willing to compromise with India, could be willing to compromise with the Tibetans, could be willing to compromise with the Uyghurs, could be willing to compromise with any other dispute along the borders. China is digging its own grave. China is being forced to dig its own grave because of how it was established as a nation. Yeah. Which goes back to my main point. China doesn't get a choice. It has horrible foundation. China doesn't get a choice in the matter. Really. If they want to stay China, they don't really have much of a choice. And that's going to run them into the ground. Probably. Speaking of running into the ground... (laughs) Speaking of running into the ground, that's a horrible thing to think about. Speaking of them running things into the ground, a few other things are happening. Well, this is as of 45 minutes ago. Uh, India has announced that its border dispute with China will not end anytime soon. So that's another example as to why China can't negotiate over Taiwan, because then India might be able to bring it to the table. Mm -hmm. Um, China has, within the last day issued a winter food supply warning to much of its country there's a chance that china might be undergoing some major food shortages here soon hmm i wonder who could help with that yeah (laughs) yeah um (laughs) things are getting messy in china china has horrible foundations and it's killing itself. Yeah, I mean, it built itself on Maoism. What do you expect? Um, Horrible foundations. But. Yeah. This was never going to work. The thing that they created was not going to work for very long. It's been a long time that it has worked. It was bound to crumble. Maybe. And they have done nothing to fix it. Oh, they've tried a lot to fix it. Yeah, they've actually done a lot of substantial internal reforms, uh, mainly allowing private capital, allowing some form of capitalism and market competition to expand. Hmm. But that's another topic. That's uh, talking about command economy shifting to a more market economy. But I mean, this also like goes back to the argument we made in like the guns episode. No one really talks about anything until something bad happens, and then suddenly it's the big topic. Yeah, though there have there have been a lot of people talking about China in the background for a while, but none of the public cares. No, well, the public focuses on it every once in a while and forgets about it, but which is a problem. The intel, for example, intelligence agencies, everybody's been sounding the alarm on China for a while, and it's been getting messy. It's been getting messy. It's been getting messy. And now it's about to crumble down, it sounds like. And there is a risk of it escalating into war. Yeah. Sounds about right. Which is fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> Gonna make the situation a whole lot worse. And worse. Mm-hmm. And worse. Because mm-hmm. if they go to war, there's no recovery from this. There's no... If they go to war with Taiwan, there's no more one China. Well, I mean, there still is. No, there isn't. What do you mean? If if mainland China goes to war with Taiwan... Yeah. Let's say they lose. They can't lose. They can't win, though. Neither side, neither the United States or China can win a war. So this is literally just dead. Yes. Dead on arrival. Both sides would have. Both sides would lose. There's very few feasible ways where either side would be able to win. So, in simple terms, even if China went to war with Taiwan, they would lose. One hundred percent. They wouldn't win. They would not win. They might not lose, but they're not winning. They might be able to hold in hold Taiwan. And hold the outer islands indefinitely and secure themselves as a fortress. But they would not but be at able what to cost? take decent, but they would not be able to take out the United States. That'd be impossible. Assuming the United States is still backing Taiwan. And assuming the United States doesn't fall apart itself. And I can guarantee if China like does secure Taiwan, the United States is not gonna be very happy with China. Likely not. We're probably going to defend Taiwan. If we defend Taiwan, everybody doesn't win. If we defend Taiwan, nobody can win. If we don't defend Taiwan, well then China, China wins. And, China wins, but and everything goes back to normal. I highly doubt just with one less country. I highly doubt everything will go back to normal. I mean, mostly if we're actually, so yeah. ad- if we're so adamant about protecting Taiwan that we'll have our own troops there, I highly doubt things will just go back Not to normal relation-wise. If Taiwan were, if China were to invade, conquer Taiwan tomorrow, and the U.S. just said, "Okay, we don't give a shit," and just just said, "Okay, fuck it, have it," then nothing would matter afterwards. It would just everything would go back to normal. There would just be one less country on the planet. So Taiwan would be Taiwan would be very, very fucked. Uh, Taiwan would be very, very screwed. So I know that China is so bent backwards over trying to keep Taiwan as their own. Yeah, know that for a fact. If the U.S. let's like you said that the U.S. if the U.S. just said we don't care. Then China would just take over Taiwan, no then problem. China would take over it, would invade overnight and take over it, and... In that case, no what issue. does the U.S. have to gain by keeping Taiwan? Fucking over China? To keeping a big fuck you to China, being able to sit there, protecting a democratic nation that's one of our strong allies, protecting the global circuit, the global chip supply... Okay. A global computer chip supply, which is incredibly important in the modern day, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. So given that knowledge, we're definitely more likely to defend Taiwan than not. Yes, mainly for ideological and market reasons. For ideological and market reasons. As well as a little bit of strategic. And a little bit of strategic. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. With all this in mind, it really just sounds like the world is screwed. Maybe. 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 
at the very least. Hence one why of us you is keep screwed. strategic ambiguity. Hence why strategic ambiguity has been an important policy. Now you get an <laughs> So in other words, we screwed up. Yeah. I mean, they screwed up. I but would we argue that up. we'd had I, I would Everybody argue, screwed up. I would say doing it was not the wrong thing to do morally. Mm-hmm. But focusing only from a pragmatic viewpoint, we fucked up. <laughs> we poked the panda bear, and that might end up causing things to become messy. They screwed up. We screwed up, increasing the overall screw up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call what the U.S. did bad or morally wrong, but I would call it definitely... Even if we do good, you could still screw up. Stupid. I'd call it stupid if we're trying to... <laughs> if our goal is to protect the long-term independence of Taiwan and not die and keep everything nice and safe and stable, then it was pretty fucking stupid. Then, then it was pretty stupid. But if our goal is to say, screw you, China, and defeat a competing power, then eh, it's a little bit less stupid. That gets down to brinksmanship. That gets down to the old Cold War style ideas of how we should deal with other nations. Which doesn't really apply much anymore. Because the Soviet Union and the United States were separate. We were separate spheres. We were disconnected. We didn't rely on each other. The United States and China currently rely heavily upon each other. Would you say that could have possibly also been just an early screw-up relying on a country that was fundamentally different ideologically well i wouldn't really call it a screw-up allowing ourselves to rely yeah. on a country that number one we don't agree with ideologically I would, ah i wouldn't call it a screw-up because i'd say it's establishing free trade establishing that prevented it from escalating for this long the fact that china and the u.s are so reliant on each other means that the u.s can't go after china and the china can't go after the u.s directly that's led to this brinkmanship that's led to these threats instead of active war at any point instead of active hell breaking loose and that might be the thing that prevents world war three from happening here because if there were no if nukes didn't exist and the U.S. and Chinese economies were entirely disconnected, there's no way that World War III wouldn't have started over Taiwan. There's no way it wouldn't have happened. But because of our interconnectedness, because of our interreliance, and because of the existence of nuclear weapons, that pretty much takes it off the table of us going to war. And that kind of, again, goes back to my argument of bad foundations showing their cracks maybe but it's not like we had better foundations to build upon the whole world goofed the whole world everybody made choices everybody made choices that best fit their interest and tend to, to work out the best the best options don't always lead to the best solutions and things will still emerge regardless of what happens.
things will go bad eventually in any situation, in any foundation, any setup. And we've reached that point. What do we do now, then? Hope that we don't die. Hope that we don't die. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Sure. That works. Screw it. We'll do it. <laughs>